Yo, holy cow. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast today. Today, well, I'm, you're listening. This is the first episode recorded in Thailand. Uh, so I'm sitting in Thailand right now in my bedroom. It's 3.43 p.m. So if you're listening in New York, that means it's 4.43 a.m. for you. Uh, so that means when I'm about to be going to sleep is right around when you guys are going to be waking up. And when I'm waking up, that's right around when you guys are going to be going to sleep. Uh, so this is a radical, radical time difference. Uh, but today, today was a good day so far. <laughs> it's still pretty early. Uh, today was a good day for me. There have been bad days here. I'm not going to lie. It's tough out here in the wild, wild southeast. Uh, not going to lie at all. There's been some good things. But then there's been some very tough things. Uh, this has been challenging. I'm not, I'm gonna, so this, so like right, at what I'm doing right now. So today marks, I've officially been in Thailand for one week. I have been here for exactly one week. And I kid you not, you're not going to be able to tell by the sound of my voice right now because it was a good day. And so I'm riding on the fuel <laughs> of this good day. Uh, before I forget all the tough days, but I kid you not, this has been the toughest week of my entire life. Uh, and I don't know, I'm still ex- I'm excited to be here. I'm still excited to be here. I still think this was the right thing to do. Uh, I knew it was going to be incredibly difficult, but like you can know those things. I and mean, I've said that to people. People are like, oh, are you excited? I'm like, yeah, like, what do you think it's going to be about? I'm going to be like, oh, I think it's going to be awesome. But it's going to be incredibly difficult. I've told that to people. Uh, and yeah, it is for sure incredibly difficult. Uh, and so it's been a wild experience so far. And so I want to get here. Let's try this. I want to give you guys perspective on how and why or what it's like here and just like just a little taste of what i have been experiencing uh so far but today was a good day so there's good things i'm going to tell you the good things too but i want to give you a little like idea of what the 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 toughness is and so this is going to take like 30 seconds i want you to close your eyes uh so I want you to close your eyes and I want you, I'm, I'm going to explain to you what it's, what you're going to do. And then I'm going to pull, I'm going to not say anything for 30 seconds. Uh, and hold on, let me pull up a clock. Okay. So what I want you to do, I'll tell you when to start. I'm going to want you to close your eyes and I'll, wherever you are, if you're, driving or doing anything like that don't do this just wait and do it another time but i want you to wait until you can sit you can be quiet there's nobody else around you so i want you to close your eyes and pretend that where you are in your bedroom wherever you are by yourself i want you to pretend that for miles around you there is absolutely nobody who speaks English. 
And I want you to think that or imagine that you have no idea where anything is outside of the walls of the room that you're in. That when you walk out those doors, if you walked out of your bedroom or whatever room you're in, you had absolutely no idea what was around you. That if you went straight, you had no idea what was going to be there. If you went right, you had no idea what was going to be there. You went left, no idea. If you went behind you, you had no idea. You had absolutely no idea about anything that was around you. You don't know where a supermarket is. You don't know where a food is. You don't know where people are. You don't know where the center of the city is. You don't know where a coffee shop is. You don't know where a bar is. And so I want you to sit for 30 seconds and imagine that you have absolutely no idea what is around you and if you came in contact with anybody, you could not talk to them. That you absolutely could not talk to a single person for miles around you. And you had no idea where anything was. So close your eyes and see what that's like. Isn't that absolutely terrifying? <laughs> Isn't that insane? Imagine not knowing, not, you, don't, you don't even have a car. I should have said that. You don't even have a car. And you don't know where anything is. And even if you did have a car, they drive on the wrong side of the road. They drive on the left side of the road. It's not the wrong side of the road. Uh, <laughs> so that, so imagine, so imagine if you took a plane Basically, as far away as possible from every single person you've ever known in your entire life. You took a plane, you flew away from them, and you got plopped in this somewhere and couldn't talk to a single person uh, and didn't know where anything was, and you couldn't go. Well, you could walk places. Like, I did walk places. Uh, but you didn't know where anything was uh, for the first couple days. So that is what the first couple days were like. I was like, oh my gosh, what have I done? <laughs> I was like, what did I do? I was like, what? I'm like, am I crazy? Who does that? I was like, what kind of... Ever? I was questioning the first two days. Oh my gosh. I was questioning every decision I've ever made in my entire life. I was like, what am I doing? I was like, I am not cut out for this. I was bugging out. Uh, but then day three, day three was a good day. Uh and then uh, it got, and then it was tough again, of course. And so it's been very tough, but that, that's the main thing that's, that was tough. That was the main thing that bugged me out. I was like, oh my gosh, this is the real deal. This is no joke. <laughs> I was like, good thing I'm here to teach people English because hopefully I'll be able to talk to somebody. Like that's my motivator to teach English right now is to just hear English. Like I don't even hear, I haven't seen a white person in a week. Think of that. I literally have not, I'm a white person and I have not seen 
another white person in seven days. Literally, not a single white person. How insane is that? Uh, there's no white people here. It's all Asian people. Uh, and so it was pretty wild. It's a pretty co- wild experience. Uh, and so that so that's the main thing that was tough. But I got a lay of the land. I got my bearings a little bit. I got to meet all the other teachers. They don't speak English, but I mean, they try. Uh, so I can't really talk to them. Uh, so I got to meet people. Every, everybody is so nice. Everybody is so nice and loving and welcoming. It's phenomenal. They welcome me with open arms. Uh, take I some my neighbor. Uh, she she cooks for me every night dinner, uh, and then she gives me like packed lunch. It's awesome. Uh, what? The, uh, I think there's children banging on my door right now. Uh, like students. And uh, <laughs> that leads me to the story. What we were just doing, kind of almost, I was like, oh, my gosh, what did I just do? Uh, and, oh, wow. And now it's starting to downpour. Uh, that's what happens. About It'll be beautiful one second, and then just torrential downpour out of nowhere. What are these kids doing? Uh, yeah, yo, these kids are brats. It's insane. There's no discipline in this country uh and yeah so that's a struggle too because i observed some of the classes and i was like oh shoot uh wow oh my gosh i'm not gonna be able to stop this podcast uh can you guys hear that i wonder if you can hear the banging uh and so uh yeah i walked in to a classroom to observe and the kid the first graders yo just ran the show I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, what kind of learning environment is they're all getting up? They're just spazzing out out of nowhere. Uh, and like freaking out. They're all walking around. They're all doing their own thing. And I was like, what the heck is this? I was like, all right, so this is going to be a challenge for sure. And uh, But what I was just doing with the students, we were playing outside, and there was this soccer net like a metal soccer net that was just made out of like metal pipes. There's no net on it, but just the, the frame. And uh, it was about like seven feet tall. And so I was able, seven or eight feet tall, I was able to reach up with it uh, and grab it with my hands. And uh, uh, they were all like climbing on it and stuff. And so what I did was, as they were on top of it, they were all like hanging on it. I would pull it down and lower them to the ground and they would all grab onto it again. And then I would push it back up to be standing up straight. And then I walked away for a couple seconds and they tried to do it without me in this metal uh, soccer net almost just came, like they tried to do it without me. They tried to push it up without me there. And these are like elementary school kids. And the soccer net came like flying down to the ground and just like barreling into the earth. And it's almost instead of not barreling into the earth, it almost like creamed into children's shins and with the weight of other children on top of it. And so I saw that happening. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, what did I just do? Uh, and so that, and I started laughing. I was like, oh no, this is bad. Uh, I don't speak English. And so I, just, I was like, no more, no more. And they're like, all right, cool. And then we kicked the ball for a little bit. And then uh, they started doing it again. And I was like, all right, yo, freaking 
no other adult saw me teach you this, so you hurt yourself. It's on you. Uh, and then they started doing it again. And it almost happened again. And when they were doing it, I just walked away. Uh, and uh, they're Thai kids. They're tough. Uh, they don't even wear shoes, so it's fine. Uh, and so uh, I walked away. And it almost happened again. And then one of the Thai teachers came out and was like, and yelled at him in Thai. And they all just ran away. Uh, so I was like, all right, cool. Problem solved. Nobody got hurt. Nice. Nobody hurt today. Uh, so that was a fun thing. And so now that I started observing and going into the classes, all the students know me. So I walk around the campus and they're like, oh, Teacher John, hello. Teacher John, Teacher John, hello. How are you? Good morning. <laughs> and I hope you don't hear me trying to make fun of uh, Asian accents, but that's just what they sound like. Uh, yo, watch here. Watch me yell at these kids. I got to put a shirt on. Uh, Here, I'm going to yell at these kids right now on the podcast. This is an absolutely ridiculous podcast. I don't have a shirt on. It's not okay. Uh, so I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm going to yell at them in class, though, because I'm not going to yell at them, but I'll uh, take away one of their stars uh, in class. And uh, so moral of the story, nobody got hurt. But the title of this podcast, Thai Food and Bum Guns. Uh, the food here is absolutely phenomenal. It is so good. It's like food that I've never tasted before. And like flavors I've never had before ever in my entire life. It's so good. Everything. Everything. Not everything. There's some things that are not good. Uh, but so much of it is so flavorful. Just like banging with flavor. I'm like, oh my gosh. Wow. Like simple dishes. Right? Like you just eat for lunch. It looks like it took like 10 hours to prepare. And it's so phenomenal. The flavors are so delicious. Uh, they eat weird stuff. Like one time I had soup, had no idea what it was, didn't want to ask. Uh, but I, so I tried a little bit and I was like, all right, you know, it's not terrible. I was like, all right, I'll eat it. That was the one thing that was like really nice. It was like, okay, I'm probably, I wouldn't choose to eat it again. Uh, but after I ate it, they were like, oh, how did you like the liver? Uh, there's an intern here who like kind of speaks English. They didn't ask it like that. They were like, you like liver? Um, and I was like, excuse me? And they're like, yeah, that was a liver. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm glad I, uh, it was chicken liver. I was like, I'm glad I, uh, didn't know that before I started eating it. And it was soup. And so I probably, I'm gonna have to eat it again. But, uh, it was a weird, it was a weird thing to eat and to kind of enjoy. Like, it wasn't terrible. Um, but, so the Thai food is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and what is even more phenomenal is the bum guns. And so what I mean by bum gun is there's no toilet paper in the bathroom in this entire country. They all just have bum guns. And so you know like an outdoor hose that has the little pistol looking grip where you can shoot and spray stuff. They have one of those attached to the pipes some water goes to the toilet and so there's a line that goes to the bum gun and so what you do when you're done uh going to the bathroom you take the bum gun and you you shoot up you shoot up shoot it up your butt and this water i kid you not comes out so fast it's like an actual gun it's like an actual hose like outside if i took this into my room 
it would go to, to the complete other side of the room. The water, the stream would shoot from one end of the room all the way to the other side of the room. It's a legitimate hose. Like, it's not just like a little stream and then you got to wipe afterwards. Like, no, this is a legitimate gun. And I've never had a cleaner bum in my entire life. It's absolutely phenomenal. I bought, before coming in, I went to the supermarket first day, bought like a bunch of toilet paper. Bad decision. Because the amount of toilet paper that I bought is going to last, it would last me like two years. I'm not going to be here for two years. But uh, that's how much toilet paper I have to last me two years. Uh, and so the bum guns are absolutely phenomenal. Uh, folks, I want to apologize for being a little distracted. If I sound a little distracted, uh, the banging on the door, it distracted me. I didn't know what to do because uh, I don't really know how to pause the podcast and then start it up again. I don't know if that's a thing or not. Uh, and so, and I also don't have a shirt on, so I couldn't, shouldn't, couldn't go yell at or tell them to stop uh, without a shirt on. I think that'd be inappropriate. Um, but so that, so I'm here. That's the story. There's some good things. There's some bad things. Uh, the bad things are super tough, but the good things are equally as good. Like if the the bad is really bad, honestly. Like the, it, there's parts of being here that sucks. Like it's tough. Being alone uh, is hard, uh, and being in a new country is really hard. I'm a little shell shocked. Uh, so the bad is really bad, but the good is really good like if you think there's like a think of like a line in the middle of the table and go down 10 notches that's super bad but then the good things are 10 notches above that line um and so when things that are really good there's you gotta guess you gotta trade you gotta accept something that's equally bad you know uh so if you want something that's super awesome you got to take some stuff that's super bad. Uh, that is something that I learned, that I've learned so far, that things that are really amazing come with things being with being super bad. Uh, like, let's think of another example, like money. If you want a lot of money, that's really good. That's good. That's awesome. Like, oh, sweet. I have lots of money. I can do whatever I want. But usually... If you have lots of money, that means you work a lot. Uh, and so that sucks. And so that's equally sucky. Working a lot is sucky, but having money is not sucky and it's good. And so the amount of money that you want to have, that's say like five notches up above the line. You got to work five notches below the line, which is sucky. Uh, and so that's something I've learned so far. Things that are really good, you got to kind of pay a really bad price. Not a, like a bad price, but things are going to be tough and you're going to be challenged and you're going to be stretched. Uh, so if you want to experience something that's super good, you got to be stretched, which is uncomfortable and sucks. Like it's not like throw the like esoteric BS out the door. Uh, and like I hate that when people are like, oh, you got to live uncomfortably. You got to go get outside your box, man. Got to get outside your box. You got to live <laughs> extreme. Take a step outside and see what's around. Get uncomfortable. Like I hate throw that out. Like that's no secret. All right. Like there's no like drop the poetic nature that's associated with that. 
uh, because it's when you step outside the box, it sucks. Okay, period. It's not like oh, it sucks, but then it's super awesome too. No, it sucks. Period. Yeah, you're gonna experience things that are super awesome, but it the suckiness is real. Okay, so if you want to go outside the box, get ready for it to be sucky, big time sucky. But you'll also get some big time good, and you know, yeah. For me, so far, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna stay at this. Keep going with my commitments. I'm not pulling out. Can't just bow out in a week. Uh, I'm gonna keep going to see if the good here, the stuff that's super good, outweighs the super bad. And maybe eventually the super bad will start to become less because I'll get more acclimated with where I'm at. Uh, so that that's something that I learned, and I think it's important. I'm happy that I can. Uh, carry that that lesson with me for the rest of my life knowing that if you want something that's super good you might have to experience you might have to experience some stuff that's kind of bad uh where they're paired together i guess it's like kind of like the yin and the yang the balance of opposites like every wave has a crest and then every wave has a trough so it's every high has a low I guess I'm in real life experiencing yin and yang, uh, which is kind of cool. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of cool. I want to tell a story now. I went to go visit a Buddhist temple. I walked there from the place where I was at. There's Buddhist temples everywhere. There's literally a Buddhist temple. You know how there's a Starbucks on every corner in New York City or, or Chase Bank? I kid you not. There's a Buddhist temple on every single corner. It's absolutely insane. And they are magnificent. They're absolutely beautiful. And there's actual monks that live there. And they walk around in the orange robes. And they chant and stuff. It's wild. Uh, but I walked to a Buddhist temple. It took me like an hour and a half to walk there. But it was totally worth it. Uh, because it was really beautiful. It was insane. And when I first entered, there was like nobody around. I was like, oh my gosh, am I allowed to be in here? Like, do I have to bow when I enter? I, I knew when I entered a building, I for sure had to take my shoes off and I did that. Uh, there was no English, no signs telling you where to go. Uh, and uh, so I walked in and I was like, and right away there's different buildings everywhere and they're all magnificent. It's wild. Um, and I walked in, I took my shoes off, I'm walking around the main building, and right when I walk in, there's this lady, just like, all like, just on the floor, like lying down, almost looking like she's sleeping, like I'm pretty sure she was sleeping. Uh, and uh, I, uh, I'm walking around, I'm looking at stuff, taking pictures, uh, and it's super cool, and then it's like a really big room, uh, and you know when you go into, uh, you know when you go into like a Catholic church or something, and it's just quiet. And if you made a really loud noise, it was it would echo. I was in the middle of the room, and I felt a sneeze coming on. And I was like, "Oh shoot, this is gonna be bad. This is gonna be super loud." Uh, and I tried to run to the window, or not run. I tried to walk fastly to the window, uh, quickly to the window. And I sneezed before I could get to the window. And the lady who was sleeping on the floor springs up. And looks at me and goes, Tzap! and then 
And it goes immediately back down. And so she comes, I sneeze. It was so, the sneeze was so loud that as soon as I sneezed, dogs outside started barking. Uh, I sneezed, dogs outside start barking. This lady springs up, looks at me and goes, and then goes back to sleep. And I was like, okay, I think it's my time to go. And as soon as I left the temple, uh, a, a, a monk rang a dong and it was like, dong. He did, and I, I was like, huh. It's like, I wonder why he rang the dong. And I looked at my watch and it was four o'clock. I was like, huh. I was like, all right, maybe that was the four o'clock dong. Uh, but the, uh, the, 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 the Buddhist temples are super cool. I'll probably put some on my Instagram. Uh, and so that was uh, super fun. And so the Buddhist temples are cool. It's a new experience. Uh, and I told all the teachers, I was like, yeah, I went to the Buddhist temple. It was super cool. But that's like super familiar to them. So it's not, they don't really get why I go. You know, it's like, it's imagine if like, uh, imagine if like Jewish temples were really beautiful. Uh, and... I in New York. Like, imagine if we were in, in New York. There's Jewish temples everywhere. Imagine if they were really beautiful. Imagine if uh, I was talking to you and I was like, "Hey, I went to go visit the Jewish temple." They would be like, "What? Why?" I was like, "Are you Jewish?" And so I would told all. I was like, I told all the other teachers, like, "Yeah, I went to the Buddhist temples." And they were like, "Are you?" They were like, "You don't like worship Buddha, right?" And I was like, "Cause there's, there's Christians who work here." Uh, and I was like, no, no, no. I just think it's really pretty. And they were like, Buddha? Like, they didn't, because there's like a language barrier too. And they were like, you think, but like, and they were like, but why did you go? And I was like, because uh, the walls are pretty and stuff. And they were like, all right, I don't get it, but don't worship Buddha. And I was like, okay. <laughs> cool <laughs> no they didn't say that but i like they gave me that look of like yeah all right just make sure you don't like worship buddha and i was like okay cool uh not gonna worship buddha uh but i think there's great things that you could learn from buddha uh i think like the yin and the yang that's a whole thing and that the buddhists think that life is suffering and i think there's a good lesson in that thinking that life is suffering that's how they live their lives that life is suffering and that is a principle that uh is also in Protestant Christianity, like the main symbol of the entire the Christian faith is a cross, which and a cross is a symbol of torture. Uh, and I'm not saying that all religions are the same. I'm not saying that. But I think there's stuff that you can learn from different religions. Uh, one, that life is suffering. I don't think that life is completely suffering, but I think life, you have to, like, you're going to suffer in life. And so the reason, one of the reasons Buddhists think that life is suffering is because if they're like, okay, life equals suffering, point blank. But when they, so that when they experience something good, they're like, oh, wow, this is awesome. This is a super cool thing. And they appreciate it more because uh, if life equals suffering, but then they experience something good that is not suffering, that's super awesome. And they're like, wow, this is great. I'm, this is great. I'm really appreciative. I'm super grateful of this. Thank you. And so they're super grateful when good things happen uh, because to them, that's not what life is. And so I think that's something that we could learn uh, if you're not a Buddhist. I think that's something that you can learn from the Buddhists that to be appreciative and grateful when something good happens. Uh, 
and so that so that's it so that's that's been me so far i got other stories but this podcast has been going pretty long for uh my podcast i hope it was a good one i'm sorry for being distracted with the children banging on my door because i literally live at the school i live at the school i live here (laughs) and so when i go to teach or to observe i literally have to walk 50 yards not even not even 20 yards when i walk 20 yards bang there's the classroom uh and so that's pretty nice i found i don't have to wake up as early because the commute takes less than a minute um and so that's pretty cool that's actually a super awesome experience i could just walk to class wake up bang them there but then a bad thing there's children always here and now they know where i sleep uh and i think they learned that today because this is the first time this has happened. I think they learned that today when they saw me walk into this room. And so they're like, now we're going to go mess with this teacher. Because, uh, like, think about what you would do. Imagine if you knew where your teacher lived. Oh, my gosh. You would, yeah, you would do the same thing. I would have done the same thing. Uh, and so now that's going to be something that I have to deal with. Uh, having all of, every single one of my students knowing where I live. Whew. That... Was that's gonna be tough, uh, but that's been it so far. Thank you for listening. I really do miss you guys. If you're listening to this podcast, I miss you so much. Uh, being this far away really made me realize how 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 lucky I have it back in the United States and how how many amazing people are really in my life. Um, and so, thank you guys so much. I really miss you. Um, I can't wait to see you guys and and really being this far away and not being able to just come see anybody. Like I literally, it would take a long time and it would take a lot of effort. Like it wouldn't be impossible, but it would cost me a lot of money. uh, And it would take hours and hours and hours to get to see anybody who I know. Um, And so realize like having the experience that I cannot go and see you all, uh, really made me realize how amazing you all are and so being separated from you guys in a real way uh has really made me realize how how amazing you all are and i miss you so much and i love you guys and it really made me realize uh it really made me realize <laughs> i don't know why i keep saying that uh how much how amazing my parents are and how amazing my family is uh i'm not gonna get mad at them or i'm gonna try to not get mad at them or anybody else for stupid stuff it's just not worth it and so thank you guys for loving me i love you too um thank you for listening to this podcast i genuinely miss you and i can't wait to see you talk to you soon bye